It's Robin Marshall, America's number one sugar mom. Let's talk about sex. It's been a while, and I've got a question or two for you. There's got to be something that stirs you up enough to want to make love or have insatiable sex. What is it? What starts you up? What's the button that needs to be pushed? And if you hear rumbling in the background, we've been having rain here in Dallas for two days straight. Thunder, lightning, rain, and there's nothing I can do about that sound. So please deal with me. My carpets are dealing with my dogs, which is no joy for me. But anyway, seriously, don't you have something that just turns you on, that makes you want to jump in bed with him immediately? It's important. I can't imagine just laying there or going through the motions. Do you do that? Are you at that stage in life where you just go through the motions or you try to avoid it altogether? What do you think he's thinking? You think he's liking it? Let's just talk about this for a second. Do you think so much of your husband or significant other that they will put up with the fact that you just don't want to do it anymore for whatever the reason, because God knows neither one of you have talked about it, that they will just stay home and deal with it? Or is there a slight possibility that they might be looking elsewhere and just not trying to rock the boat on your end, just taking care of themselves? Remember, it's called having an affair or a one-night stand or being a sugar daddy. Remember all that stuff that we talked about a long time ago? Well, let me tell you something. Not much has changed. And I'm not just talking about men. Women, too, need to be taken care of. Maybe you're one of those women that are like me, that needs to be satisfied. I need to have every single part of myself satisfied at some time or another. It doesn't all have to be in one session. But there are things that really matter. And honestly, I'm not just talking for me. I really am talking for us, you and me. If I'm with a man and he just doesn't do it for me, I tell him. But I don't tell him in a way like, dude, you know, the front door is that way. I just did not have a good time tonight. (laughs) That's not what I would do. I would sort of wean myself away from him so he didn't think that it was him because I always worry about hurting somebody's feelings or making a man feel like less of a man. I don't ever want to do that to anyone. But there's got to come a time where you say, that's it. Like you try so much and so hard and it just doesn't seem to come together. So the question is, what do you do? Do you give it more time? Do you wait yourself out? Do you wait him out? Do you seek counseling? I mean, if you're not married and you're just seeing each other for like three or four months or let's say a half a year, you don't go to counseling for that. This is something the two of you should be able to work out. And if it doesn't work out within the first six months, it's not even supposed to be. And yet there are some of us that believe there is more to life than sex. I said, some of us, most of us probably believe that. And then there's a small portion 
I really should have said this in the first place, that believes everything starts with sex. How do you respect a man completely if you don't respect him in bed? And when I say respect, I mean somebody that knocks your socks off, who blows your mind in the bedroom, because that's all you want to think about all day is what they've done to you and what they can do to you. And sometimes all it takes is one little thing. And when you try and talk about it, it makes things worse. I know it does. Because the more you talk about it, the more each person focuses on it, and it just becomes one big drill. It's just frustrating to a lot of us. Some of us like a physical touch. Some of us like the backs of our necks rubbed with their beard. Some of us like just to be kissed in a non-pushy way and let it build Some men don't even kiss. Some men don't care about the rest of your body. They only care about one part, and that's the part that entertains them the most. Some women could care less about a man getting off unless it's just getting off inside of her. And there are lots of reasons for that, I think. I think that a man who cannot release himself inside of a woman, either has a medical issue, which is something that's up to the woman to deal with and handle, or she just becomes so infuriated and frustrated that she just doesn't want to make him come because she wants him to come so badly inside of her that she was the reason he came. What is the button that needs to be pushed with you? Is it kissing? Is it touching? What gets you into the bedroom? If you're cooking dinner and your husband or boyfriend comes up to you and does something, is it just a look? Is it taking your hair and just lifting it up off the back of your neck just so he can kiss you there? Is it wrapping his arms around you and rubbing his chin against yours? Is it just saying the words, God, I missed you today. Or, ooh, I thought about being with you today. I mean, could those little things make you stop cooking dinner and run like the wind to the bedroom? They would for me. That's who I am. But it takes the right approach. And you can't teach it. And you can't explain it. It's a feeling that has to come. And it has to be there. And I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And I know you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But if somebody doesn't have that with you, then you have to learn to adapt or walk away. Oh, my God. Why does everything have to be so fucking complicated? Why doesn't everyone just come with an instructional sheet? And it should be inside of one of those plastic containers that are impossible to open so that you really have to work at getting to that sheet. Like you need scissors or you need to take a knife and try and stick it in there. You know the plastic I'm talking about. To make it worthwhile to get to that sheet so that you understand what the instructions are to make the other person work. Now I'm getting into my abstract bullshit. But, I mean, it's true. I don't know the difference between right and wrong here. I only know what feeling is and what 
Passion is the key. Somebody could be the greatest guy in the world, the most wonderful woman you've ever met, and can do everything for you, and offer to help and do and be for you. And yet that streak of passion just isn't there. You know, part of it could just be us. It could be something we're missing because we got hurt in the past, or we feel that we're beyond the stage of passion. But I don't believe that. You may, but I think that's just thinking old, thinking like you're used up already. You're not. You have so much passion left in you. You just don't remember, or you've put it aside, or you've just determined that there is no such thing left for you, you personally, anymore. Or maybe you feel you don't deserve it. Whatever your reason is, and whatever my reason is, or my way of thinking, we do deserve passion, and so do our mates. And if they can't give it to us, and we can't give it to them, then we need to sit down and talk about it and figure it out. Sometimes it doesn't even take a counselor. Sometimes it just takes a reality check, sitting across the table from each other with a glass of wine or a drink in hand and talking about what does it and what is not happening. You know, when I was married, I never had an affair. Never. I lived in this place of dismalness. I would go through the motions, probably just like you, doing what he liked, probably just like your husband. And I did it for so long that I finally realized, well, that's just the way life is. Until one day, something happened to me. And it was a simple, silly thing. He said something to me that completely topped me off. And that was it. I realized, oh my God, I have been sitting here for 10 fucking years waiting for this to be fixed. We have gone to counseling. We have discussed this. I have told him what I need. 10 years. And let me add 10 of 30 years. The first 20 were good. And he makes this comment to me saying, people say things to you that they want you to hear. They want you to think about them, but they don't really mean what they're saying. Like me, for instance. I've always said that I would be more demonstrative or kiss you or want you to sit next to me. But you know that I was just saying that just to keep you off my back. Boom! Out of the sky. It's like he could have been a duck flying and I would have shot him. Done. Deal. Dead. Gone. That day I met someone. That same fucking day. Who does that? I think what happened was the cloud or the mist that had been surrounding me for so long, dissipated. And I saw somebody look at me. I hadn't seen a man look at me since forever, since I'd had children. I'm not the type of woman that notices when men look at me when I'm with another man. I'm just not. But that day, I noticed someone. And yes, passion can come back into your life again. It can. It can. I promise you. But we go through periods and stages where it may not last for whatever the reason, life gets in the way, 
Oh, we find a married man that we should have just slapped our own hands over and never touched. There's all kinds of things that we shouldn't do. But I just want you to know, there is someone out there, even if you're married, that if you can't make it work within your own marriage, get divorced, get separated, because he's out there. I'm looking. I'm trying. I have someone I'm with, and it's it's a continuous trial. That's what I feel like. And I know he feels the same way because there are many, many things that are great and many, many things that need fixing. So I guess we have to find that line in the sand that says, well, we do or we don't. But I want you to know there is a man or woman out there for you. You just have to come out of the mist and look around. Look at yourself. Go look in the mirror. Have you let yourself go? Did you stop wearing makeup? When was the last time you wore a pair of heels and a pretty dress? Have you tried anything new with your hair? It's time for you to do something. Hell, you may wake him up by doing something different to yourself. And if that doesn't stir him, then you know there's a problem. Because if you're looking hot, and you're looking like dynamite, and your husband, boyfriend, or significant other doesn't notice it, they are either involved with someone else or involved in their own life and just don't give a shit and don't want it. But you have to make an attempt to come back. It's the great comeback. In our 40s and 50s, we all have to do it. We owe it to ourselves to have that last hurrah. And it may not even be the last one. You might find somebody in three days and that might last for a week. So what? For that week, you may feel like a princess having the time of your life and it just might get the juices stirred. That's all. All I want is for your juices to be stirring and for you to be thinking that no, I should not be dormant. I should not be a doormat. I should be moving around. I should be out of my house If my husband hasn't listened to me, hasn't wanted to talk to me, I should be on my own just looking, seeing if there's a reaction from somebody else. Isn't it nice to feel noticed? God, it's such a great feeling. Just having a stranger give you that look, (laughs) that look is worth more than money. It makes you feel like a woman again. And that's what I don't want you to lose. Don't lose the feeling of being that woman. We all have that dirty woman inside of us. She should never disappear. Never. If you'd like to talk to me about it, write me. Tell me how you feel. I mean, how you really feel. I have never been more serious in my life when I say to you that I have an email account that you can write me that's totally private and you could come on the air and talk with me about it if you want to and we don't need to use your name. We can just talk about this because I know it's not just me that wonders these things. I know you're going through it too. Even those couples that look like they are the perfect couple, I say bullshit. Hmm. What goes on behind closed doors? You know the deal. Everybody has issues everybody has problems. 
just because they look lovely together. And he's got his arm around her and she's smiling up at him. They could be wanting to kill each other by the time they get home. Just write me or talk to me here on the podcast, Sugar Mom on iTunes. It's always good to have somebody to vent to. This is why I do what I do. I vent to you, but I hope that I'm also helping you at the same time. So I'm killing two birds with one stone. See? Robin Marshall, sugarmom at gmail.com. Or you could go to my website, sugarmom.net. Lots of things to look at there that'll make you laugh, giggle, <laughs> relate. Well, I guess that's it for me. That rain, whew, yesterday, 10 hours straight. I don't know how my dogs survived. I sat on the couch with them in between working just to keep them from peeing on the carpet. <laughs> There are many methods to my madness. It's not just me being a good dog owner. <laughs> I got their perfect little blanket set up. I patted the couch. I said, come on, little ones, come on up. And I sat with them and I worked from my laptop all day unless I had recordings. I came into my studio and I sat with them for 10 hours to avoid them peeing on my carpet. <laughs> I know, there is a part of me that is nuts, but the other part that I'm talking about makes total sense. And might I remind you one more time, I know I've said this in at least 10 podcasts, but the marriage vows were written, honestly, 100 to 150 years ago. And when they say, till death do us part, darling, most people only lived to 50. So I could understand that. But we're living till 80-something now, and till death do us part, can you see another 30 years with the same partner who won't even fuck you the way you like, or won't talk with you, or see a counselor together? Come on now, let's be real. I don't even know what to call this podcast. All I did was rant. It's like I had it built up inside. All right, America's number one sugar mom, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, don't forget, you can also read my book. Why do I always forget to tell you about this? It's called The Diary of a Sugar Mom. You can buy it on my website or you could buy it on Amazon. I have it as an ebook on my site, a paperback book, and the audiobook. Personally, I like the audiobook because it's fun to listen to while you drive, but it's a very sexy, titillating, kind of stimulating read about a woman and just how far she'll go to take care of her kids when her husband doesn't step up. The Diary of a Sugar Mom by Robin Marshall. Find it on sugarmom.net or amazon.com. Talk to you next week. It's Robin Marshall, Sugar Mom.